Hello, I'm Frederick Buskey, and you are listening to the Assistant Principal Podcast, where we work to make life and leadership better for assistant principals and other passionate school leaders. Last week, I began an experiment, and this episode is the follow-up to that. Every weekday, I publish The Strategic Leader, 100 to 300 words on leadership that arrives at inboxes everywhere at 6 o'clock a.m. I began writing The Strategic Leader in April of 2020, so yes, just as the pandemic was overtaking us all. I wanted to produce something that would be a bright spot in a leader's day and ideally would help them be intentional and reflect on their own leadership. What I decided to do last week was to recap the week's emails. The strategic leader is written for leaders at any level in any field. In last week's podcast, I had intended to add some things specifically for assistant principals. I didn't do that very well, but today I'll try to do better. Now, in some weeks, each day's email will be totally disconnected from the email that came before or the email that will come after. But this week, I strung together a series of the five emails with with four things to do and then the final day on Friday being a reflection that tied it all together. And the theme was five things that you could do to have a productive fall. I thought this was a great time to do this series for assistant principals because you're probably not quite in that phase of gearing up and taking care of all those things that have to be done before school starts. I hope you have a little bit of time to relax and reflect on and think about what happened this past year, but then also think about things that you can do this fall to make an easier and more productive start. So on Monday, June 27th, I asked people to get feedback, to find both three to nine people that you trusted and that you could get feedback from. And I provided a script and the script goes like this. I'm going to be very intentional about growing as a leader this fall. I have some ideas about what to focus on, but we all have blind spots, so I need your help. And then it's important to know here that that the word help is really critical because when we ask for help, people naturally want to help us. Okay, back to the script. What are three things I did well as a leader this past year? What are two of the biggest challenges we are facing as an an organization? Now, alternatively, you could ask about challenges that they're facing in their jobs um, or challenges that they might like you to focus on and help them with. The third line of the script, if you could snap your fingers and make me a tiny bit better at one thing, what would it be? So there's three things going on here. Letting them know that you're being intentional and then asking, what three things did I do well? What are two of the challenges we're facing? And then if you could snap your fingers, what is one thing that you would like me to be a tiny bit better at? And if you've chosen the right people, you're going to get some good feedback. Now, One other thing that's really important during this process, once you ask one of these questions, you need to be quiet. Don't say anything except thank you and tell me more. Those are the only two things that you can say. So if somebody's giving you feedback and you get it and you understand it, you just say 
thank you, and you move to the next question or you wrap up the conversation. If you're not quite sure what they mean or you want more information, you just say, could you tell me more? Which is a great way to ask for clarification in a way that's really friendly and, and doesn't challenge in any way. So that's really important. Don't say more than that because then you'll start to take over the conversation and they'll start, start to focus more on what they think you want rather than what they think you should do. All right. So that's it. And, and you would work on that task. That's on Monday. So I ask people to work on that throughout the week. So on Tuesday, we went to step two, which is to make a list of the tasks that you do on a consistent basis. We talked about some of the examples and these actually come from probably your world. Uh, of course, disciplining students, maybe coaching other people, writing certain reports or proposals or briefs, um, answering the same questions over and over, and maybe things like writing a weekly newsletter. So you make that list of all the things that are fairly repetitive that you do in your job. And then again, throughout the week, just kind of think about them. And what I want you to think about is the flow, right? How does it work? So if we actually talked about student discipline and you broke that down and wrote every single step down, what would that flow look like? Because where I want to go with this is to get you to think about ways that you might streamline your processes or places that you could even hand off chunks of these tasks so that that frees up more time for you to go work with teachers. So that's day two, thinking about some of those tasks that you do on a consistent basis. On day three, Wednesday, June 29th, I asked you to reflect on the emotions that you felt the past year. Now, I mean, it's been crazy, stressful, chaotic, so we have lots of emotions. But think about the things that are really related to your work. Um, specifically think about the good things, but then also think about some of those challenging emotions. And I gave an example from my own life. When I was still in higher education, I remember this really heavy thought and emotion that occurred to me one day, and I just thought, you know, I love 90% of what I do, but I'm having no fun. And that realization of those emotions that I was falling, of, that I was feeling, led me to start to really think about the pain points and what are the things that are making this job not fun. So think about some of those negative emotions that you've experienced throughout your work. On Thursday, I ask people to reflect on some things in the organization that could be improved. You know, maybe there are processes that don't work or people who need additional skills. Perhaps there's some looming challenge like a new English curriculum coming in. I ask people to make a list of five to 10 of those challenges and, and the things that specifically would help improve quality of life in the organization. It, it's important here to not think about really big sweeping things. So adding three instructional coaches or something like that, right? The idea is to think about things that actually might be doable. You don't have to totally censor your thinking, but, but keep your ideas small at some kind of reasonable level, something that you could implement in a couple of weeks or a month, not something that would be a year long process. 
So by the time we get to Friday, we've got four things going on. We've gotten some feedback about our own leadership strengths and some of the organizational challenges and one thing to change. We've got a list of our frequent tasks and we've been thinking a little bit about them and the processes behind them. We've cataloged a couple of the emotions, especially the stressful or unpleasant emotions that we felt throughout the year. And then we thought about some quality of life improvements for the organization as a whole. So these things may seem a little bit unconnected, but the chances are they're not. So on Friday, what I asked people to do was just to sit with these things, just reflect. Ideally, you could take a piece of paper and just sit and think and see what comes to you. Try to think about something that was a very small change, but that might touch many places. So some examples. Maybe if I change something in my morning routine, it would allow me to coach one person first thing in the morning just as school was getting started. Maybe if I moved the FYI items on an agenda to the end of the agenda, instead of having them on the front end, we'd have more productive meetings. Maybe if I developed a template for responding to parent phone calls or parent concerns, I could manage those calls easier, more effectively. Or maybe could have somebody else field some of those calls. So that was the week. An effort to get you to just catalog a bunch of the different things that are going on and look for the touch points, look for the commonalities and the overlap, and then not make any big changes, but just think about some of those small things that you might be able to do that would create those big ripples. So I hope that's valuable. I hope it's something that you can take with you in your travels if you're getting away for the week of July 4th, as I am, hopefully. <laughs> and before we go, though, I wanted to share one other thing. You know, we're getting ready to launch our Apex community for assistant principals. And it's been very, very stressful. We're trying to do some things really differently than we've had before, than we've done before. And it's really making me step way, way out of my comfort zone. And usually I love my work. I, I love everything that I do. I'm, I'm so fortunate. But the last two weeks... I have not been myself and I was having dinner with a friend earlier this week and she said, you know, you don't look excited about your job. And that hit me like a ton of bricks because I try to be upbeat all the time. I need to be upbeat for you and I need to be upbeat and positive in my writing and, and serving any clients that I'm working with. So the idea that somebody could see that I wasn't excited about what I was doing um, really had a profound impact on me. And so the next morning I got up and I wrote down the things that I was telling myself, the things that I was saying to myself about why I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. And they went like this. It's so stressful. I need a break. I'm tired. This is overwhelming. And I'm afraid. So I came up with those four statements and I realized that that was a story that I was telling myself. 
there's really nothing to be afraid of, right? My life's not in danger. My livelihood's not in danger. Is it overwhelming? Well, not really. There's a lot of things that would be much harder to be dealing with than preparing to launch an online community. So I, I examined critically each of these assumptions and and then I wrote affirmations. I turned them on their head. So it's so stressful became it's an exciting time of opportunity. I need a break became I'm pouring out the last drop of juice before I re- refill the pitcher. And this is overwhelming became we're going we're doing a fantastic job managing all of these moving pieces. And I'm afraid became this has been a bold move and it feels good because I know we're headed in the right direction. I hope this doesn't sound cheesy to you. I hope that there's something um, attractive. I mean, I'm sharing these affirmations because they are powerful. The amazing thing after writing these on a Thursday morning, the rest of that day was awesome. I had the skip back in my heel. My face is smiling. I feel brighter and I'm thinking more clearly and producing more work. And all I did was write these affirmations to flip the story that I was telling myself. And that's the point. If you're feeling down or beaten or something's really intimidating you, if you're not happy, it's because you're telling yourself a story. And if you can write that story down, then you can rewrite that story in a way that's going to serve you better. Okay, I hope that was helpful and I hope you have a great rest of the week. I don't know if I'll continue to do these recaps, but I'm not ready to make that commitment yet. But I'd love to hear your thoughts. Are two podcast episodes a week too much? Do you like this change of pace? Do you have any suggestions? One of the most challenging things about producing a podcast is the lack of feedback. If you're in a place where you could send me an email, I would love to hear from you. Tell me what you think, what you want from the show, or even what you want from your career. You can email me at frederick at frederickbusky.com. Okay, that's it for today. Have a great weekend.